Hey everyone. So I've been gone for a while. Now, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, um, I was busy getting off my last water fast, which I kept analog. So it wasn't digital, but in short, I water fast for t- 10 days, then refed in for five days into ketogenic eating. It was full keto, so I, I consumed an animal products and it wasn't all organic or whatever, but it worked wonders, especially my my homemade uh, bone broth, which I will be sharing as soon as I go on another water fast. Um, all of this was at the end of April though, though, so I just came out of that. I lost seven kilos, over 15 pounds. It was great. Then I got into a car accident the whole month of May. And actually these past weeks in June have, have, have been consumed with getting better from my car accident because it gave me a whiplash and a concussion that, uh, a pesky concussion that took time to heal and it's still healing. Um, so I'm keeping myself not too occupied and, um, because of all of that, I wasn't able to just jump into a pre-summer workout and lose 20 pounds within a month and all the plans that I had and do another water fast and this time for two or three weeks all of that were things that I wanted to do it did not happen life happens that way so I decided to um, maintain the weight loss that I had sort of and work on other things and I noticed as soon as I tried to change my diet and uh, try to move towards the ketogenic diet me being tired I was extra tired so me healing from all of that did not work with um, any type of diet or any type of extreme planning so I let that be for a while and I decided to start really small and um, and at the same time slowly build up a plan that would help me out of this and into a 90 day schedule so I uh, created a 90 day schedule and that's actually why I'm back. So um, I lost a a good amount of weight, I I would say, Um, and I gained some back by by sleeping a lot in the beginning when the um, concussion was healing and stuff like that. But I devised a plan, a 90 day plan, and I've been on that plan for, let me see, 15 days now. And, um, in the beginning I was very ambitious, you know, I was like, okay, I'm going to count calories for three days and then do a water fast for four days and then move into keto. And I realized that even counting calories was still a bit much for me to handle with the concussion and everything like that. Um, so I decided to just go with the flow, try to not overeat, try to not snack, and uh do a a a basic exercise but this is my introduction though you know i just wanted to let you know this and if you stick around i'm gonna um i'm gonna explain to you what my plan is what i've done so far and what i plan to do after So 
let's get into it 90 days challenge i created that um idea at the beginning of the year i actually wanted january february march and maybe a little bit of april to be my 90 day period i my dream was to get rid of all the excess weight in those 90 days and then enter spring with my new body and then work work on sculpting because weight loss and um body sculpting i call it sculpting but you know it's it's lifting weights it's targeting certain areas to, so they look the way you aesthetically want to look um and that can take six months one year two year years uh depends on what you want so i thought okay at least i'll have the 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 excess fat gone and then i can focus on exercise so that didn't work out because i just procrastinated and then i was finally on track and then i get a car accident so i just devised a more um smart plan and you might say what is a smart plan um actually a plan with smart goals i must say um because my original one was very vague it was like oh i'm gonna exercise twice in the morning and twice in the evening um and i'd written it down quite fast and i looked back at it and i was like that's not smart so um the 90 day challenge is focused on different stuff um and every goal in there is smart so before i go into what my my divisions are and my segments are i'll tell you what is smart what is a smart goal a smart goal is specific measurable achievable relevant and time-based all right um so what does that mean? specific means that there's a clear description of what needs to be achieved so the clear description is not I want to lose weight and be healthy. The clear description is my BMI is at this point like 37. It needs to be 22. Uh, my weight is um, 93 kilos, which is around 200 pounds. Um, it needs to be 55, which is around 120 pounds. So the clear description is I need to lose about 80 pounds. I need to uh, get my BMI at 22, you know, and that is a clear goal. Um, and that's the difference between a, a goal that's not smart, you know, just I want to get healthy and a go- goal that is smart. The next point measurable is, um, about, um, being able to measure your, your, uh, your success. Um, so it needs to include a metric with a target that indicates success. So in my example, my target that indicates success is a BMI of 22 or a weight of 120 pounds. Um, uh, achievable means that it needs to be realistic. The achievable part is also something that in my original 90 day, um, plan, was not really there so my goal was not fully smart because (laughs) i was like oh i could i could lose 80 pounds in uh, 90 days and if i don't then i'll just do another 90 day challenge and i was like no i need to have a realistic target and if i have dreams and and wishes then those are separate so I'll get into that uh, later on in this podcast. This is going to be quite long, but I've chopped it up in segments. So you have a good idea of um, 
what I'm talking about and you don't have to listen to everything to have an idea of what you want to know about. Um, so achievable is in this sense, in 90 days, 15 kilos, which is around 30 pounds, 30 pounds in three months is definitely achievable. It's about 10 pounds per month. Um, relevant, it needs to, uh, is a goal that needs to be consistent with a big picture goal. So the big picture goal is that I have the BMI of 22, uh, 120 pounds of weight, um, and the opportunity to then move into a body sculpting, uh, progress or process, uh, where losing fat isn't the, the, um, the target anymore, but instead it's about aesthetics, you know? So, um, it's relevant for that step. So in the big, in the grand scheme of things, um, I want my body to look a certain way. And this is actually one big step towards it. Um, so that makes this whole goal relevant. Um, then T is for time-based set a date for when your goal needs to be achieved. So, um, uh, my date is the end of the 90 day challenge. I started the 90 day challenge on the 5th of June. So it ends on the 2nd of September. All right. So keep that in mind when, uh, I'm talking about this 90 day process that my goals are, uh, are supposed to all be smart. And if you notice that they're not just let me know. <laughs> um, and in the next, um, uh, in the next part, I will speak on what exactly my realistic goal is and, um, what my segments are more than that, what my segments are. Cause my realistic goal, I actually already told you it's 15 kilos, which is about 33 pounds. Um, that's actually 11 pounds per month <laughs> and, um, moving on. So the divisions, um, are the, the sections are, Mindset, lifestyle, food, exercise, and measurements. I made these sections because I identify what I need to work on to lose the weight. And I looked at what worked for me back in 2010 when I lost over 60 pounds. Um, I believe over 70 pounds um, by myself by working on these five things. I just didn't. Uh, define them as such. So what do you do I mean by that? Well, first let me um, repeat. I realistically think 15 kilos, which is about 33 pounds, I believe. Is that true? Yeah, I think it's about 33 pounds. I believe I can lose that in 90 days. I'm already 15 days in. Granted, I haven't lost um, as much as I would want to, um, but I still think it's possible. Um, mindset, lifestyle, food, exercise, and measurements are, in short, um, sections that are focused on those different things. In short, mindset is about reading, journaling, and and positive thinking and living. Lifestyle is about resting and cooking. 
food is about different food plans. Uh, for now, I'd like to focus on uh, planning and logging food, um, intentional eating, keto, uh, intermittent fasting, and water fasting. Exercise, I have numerous exercise plans that I want to focus on. Um, and I made it a conscious thing to do it step by step. So I started with 90 days of action. And now I've moved into Brazil butt lift with which I started on uh, Wednesday, just in case this taping is, is spread across two days. Started on Wednesday with Brazil butt lift. Today's day two. Um, it's a um, four week process to finish one cycle. So I'll, I'll have to fight to hold on to that. I also have the intention of starting Zygostatics, which is a, a, an exercise program that focuses on a, getting a smaller waist and a bigger bum. Um, like sort of like a natural Brazil butt lift, um, um, procedure, I guess. <laughs> and, and I just want to try it out, see if it has any effect on my body. And because I'm already doing Brazil butt lift, I might not be able to pinpoint what was caused by what, but zygostatics is only done once a week. So, um, why not add it? That's what I thought. Um, measurements. So in short, I have 10 measurements that I, I keep an eye on some daily, some every few days, um, to, to see if I've lost weight and to see if I've hit any of my goals. Um, and I've decided to create several segments to precisely explain what it is that I'm doing so that if you're interested in doing that you can do it with me all right section one mindset so I will go deeper into mindset um I actually wrote it down in my bullet journal um, and if you don't know what bullet journaling is, I will have a link to, uh, Ryder Carroll's, uh, YouTube page and book on Amazon in my uh, YouTube video that I'll do about this. Um, Ryder Carroll, um, R Y D E R, um, C A R R O L L, I believe Ryder Carroll is the one who came up with bullet journaling and i really recommend reading his book to see uh, what it is and how you can start because it really helped me out figure out what i wanted and how i wanted to get it done so the mindset is focused on reading bullet journaling and lost it neat and joyful thinking and living i had to <laughs> go from positive th thinking to neat and joyful thinking and living because i was trying to even um even into internet in in intentional writing and uh smart goals so I had to be very specific and what I meant with positive was neat and joyful. 
All right. So reading about keto diet, water fasting, intermittent fasting, and meditation. I realize I've never read a book about any of those things. I just started with them. And I believe that my mindset can be strengthened and uh, maybe uh, get a bit better if I read about this. Um, and I read from the work of authors who are doctors or at the very least some kind of um a certified healer so um i can learn what needs to be learned and more because i this is not my profession i'm doing this for my own health so it's always good to to look at uh, what someone who who does this for a living has to say so uh yeah that a uh, bullet journaling i log every day so i log uh, different things when it comes to my measurements my exercise my possible food plan my lifestyle and uh, daily logging has to do with a certain mindset it has to do with a certain consistent uh, consistency and um, I believe that that's necessary to, to be able to really succeed. I do, uh, brain and emo dumps. Um, I try to do that every day. I have a page on, uh, um, half a page uh, in my bullet journal that's called vent a day. And I, I give myself the opportunity to just go off <laughs> completely off and, and really, get things off my chest and my brain dump is is just emptying ideas in my head things that i've been told funny things sad things um important things that i i cannot really bullet journal um for instance someone gave me the idea of looking into um selling wigs online to make extra cash to pay off my student debt and I didn't have a plan for that. I, I wasn't sure if I wanted to do it. So I just wrote it down uh, in my brain dump that it, as an idea uh, that needs to be worked out more. Um, it can also be logged. Like some people log with a little lamp and they, they write out that ideas like that. But a brain dump, all I do is just um, filling, fill, fill in a little dot, write down what my... Uh, subject is or whatever it is that I want to dump and then I ended with another dot dot in the middle of of the little bullet square and I move on you know and it it makes it also very um, clear because I do divide it by day so you can see on which day I was thinking of what I was told what and um, it gives me the space in my head and I believe I still have to look into research about this, but I believe that writing down your feelings and your thoughts and whatever before you go to bed and before you start your day um, gives you gives your body the rest it needs when you go to sleep um, and helps you, among other things, lose weight. Um, another thing that goes with the mindset is daily and weekly tracking this is the tracking of all those activities and everything all right so neat and joyful thinking and living declutter home register process breathing maintain uh, cleanliness reward success meditate um so those are pretty straightforward um uh, decluttering and maintaining cleanliness really has to do with me um just being a bit more consistent with 
everything in the household. So instead of uh, throwing all my makeup in a box and then um, figuring out where everything needs to go at the end of the week, I um, declutter that box. You know, stuff like that. If there's something that's broken or there's a dress that misses a button, I just make the choice. Does it spark joy? Does, does it not spark joy? And then it goes away. I have bought Marie Kondo's book on uh, decluttering. And um, the, the first one, which is something about how to... I, I, I don't remember the title. You know what? That, that's for another <laughs> another podcast because this one's already really long. Um, so that's mindset. That's basically mindset. Um, reward success has to do with pointing out a moment that I call a small victory and then uh, coupling that with some kind of reward that is not food related. Okay. Now for lifestyle, I focus on resting and cooking and in the broadest sense. So resting is not just sleeping eight hours or more per night, but it's also waking up at 6 a.m. and going to sleep at 10 p.m. or before that and and disciplined uh, screen time. So what do I mean by these things? Um... So sleeping is, is pretty, pretty uh, clear, but uh, going to sleep at 10 p.m. or before it has to do with a certain lifestyle um, that I haven't adopted. I do get up early in the morning around 7 a.m., but I go to sleep very late. So I, I often have too little sleep at night, and it is mainly because I go to bed late. So I want to have some kind of streak, you know, a couple of weeks of sleeping around the same time and waking up at the same time. I really believe that that's going to help me lose weight. Um, It's been proven that um, many children who are obese in, um, in the West right now also suffer from sleep deprivation um it's been proven that it's they have sleep deprivation because of different things one of the things is screen time so screen time doesn't make your eyes worse it's that's been debunked but it does keep you from going to sleep the blue light keeps you from going to sleep so that's why i've put the screen time in there because i need to know and keep myself uh reminded um that these things um, are related to each other. Cooking is focused on meal prepping, trying one new recipe per week, um, letting my significant other choose one meal that they would like to eat every week. So that's part of my prepping uh, schedule. And I want to work towards cooking twice per week, which means that now, no, I won't just cook two meals per week, but I want to cook several meals four or six meals um um uh per week and three per day that i'm cooking and make heavy use of my refrigerator to make sure that i always have frozen homemade 
meals that I can just whip out instead of ordering food or making something uh, unhealthy in the house or my significant other going out for fries because my cooking is taking too long because I've, for instance, had a busy day and come in a bit later. So yeah, it would also be... (laughs) It will also be a solution if I, if my significant other could, could just cook. But yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. So the third segment is food. I focus on fasting, eating, and planning. What do I mean by fast? Mean by fasting, um, intermittent fasting, with uh, fourteen hours of fasting and ten hours of feeding being um, the best for women. At least there's no benefit to doing um, sixteen eight intermittent fasting for women. Probably has to do with hormones. Um, I have read some articles about it, but it's a while ago. So when I have time, I'll definitely zoom in on that one. Um, But once you get to OMAD, which is 20 hours of fasting and 4 hours of feeding, um, you do have benefits for for both men and women. So there is a difference between OMAD and 1410. There is just no difference between uh, 1410 and... Uh, 1410 and 16.8. All right. Water fasting. I want to at least water fast for four days this month. And this month is ending pretty soon. Um, and the top amount of days that I want to water fast is 21 days. What do I want to do with water fasting? Well, for one, it's the quickest way to get into ketosis. Um, and keto I'm, I'm talking about in a minute and um, it's proven to be the most successful way for me to lose weight in the past I would say um, six years so yeah that's a pretty good indication that it works eating intentional eating which it means portion control which means uh, planning my meals ahead Uh, of time probably a day before two days before um, not eating mindlessly not snacking during a movie um, not eating because other people are eating you know really trying to eat because I am feeding myself and not just because Um, keto I want to do full keto I want to try Dr. Burke's keto on steroids plan and vegan keto which has now been dubbed Beyonce's diet Beyonce's diet for um, the Coachella performances and I want to try them all but I'm giving myself time to try them all full keto I already have experience with Um, So I don't mind doing that for a week and then moving on to Dr. Burke's keto and then moving on from there to vegan keto and then back to full keto and all of that. So I have a whole plan, but uh, implementing it really depends on time and effort 
and uh, planning because I've noticed that uh, when it comes to the last time I did keto, if you don't plan plan day one and maybe also day two, you will not start or your start is going to be very hard because you're, you're going to be a weaning off carbs while you're in the supermarket looking for foods that are uh, that that fit the keto plan and that's something you don't want to do trust me you want to have your eggs your bacon your your salmon your sardines your whatever in the and your vegetables especially the vegetables in the house when you start you don't want to in fact um day one until day three um would be best if you're not doing groceries at all which is hard if you have a family like i do you might have to go to the shop to get bread because bread is finished sometimes sometimes something might go bad before uh you intended because for instance something was actually already uh bad in the shop but you didn't see it like with um so i want to say strawberries but it's also that way with raspberries you know you get them in the shop you think oh i got three days to go and then the next day boom it's good for the trash can and you have to go back to the store to get some so um yeah with keto you really have to plan at least day one and preferably day one to three no grocery shopping no parties no uh, unexpected visitors on on those days same goes for water fasting the first four days four to five days of water fasting it's best to not have to cook not have any visitors over not have any parties not have anything big at work um, everything needs to be cleared for that fast and if you then continue after day five you'll slowly be able to handle more stressful stuff but it would actually be best if you try if you try this on a Thursday, for instance, if you work full-time, you try this on a Thursday, you make sure that Thursday and Friday are pretty much meeting-free, or you make sure that you've slept more than enough, like 9 hours or 10 hours uh, on both days, then you'll be well-rested enough to maybe handle um, all the side effects. All right, uh, planning, logging your food your feelings um keeping the 90 day template so the 90 day template is a template that i made to log what kind of food plan i am on how long i ten, uh, i i expect to be there um and um other notes so i've i've created that for 90 days so it has 90 lines and um for now it's still a bit rough because i haven't started any plan per se i did plan to start but it didn't work and i'm already 15 days in so that's 25 percent of the journey behind me and i'm really feeling the pressure of doing something about this so i've decided to plan day one and day two in my bullet journal and then pick a day where when i will actually start um either water fasting or keto or one after the other yeah. so 
another thing with planning is I have to drink three liters of water a day. So I can I can keep track of that. A calorie counting as well. And that's just part of my normal logging. Um, I've decided not to create a water drinking spread because I can just log I can just write down how much I drank. I just I don't have to log it in a spread per, per se. I don't feel like that's necessary yet. Alright, so that's food. It's a long one, but I think I've shared what's necessary to start. And if you have questions, you can always send it to me. This brings us to section four, exercise. So this one is going to be very short because I'm just going to tell you what I'm planning to do and that I don't know the order exactly in how I will do all of this. So I started with 90 Days of Action by Derby. It's a free program. Um, I believe their website is derby.com, but I will definitely list that in my YouTube video. Um, I might even list it in this episode. Yeah. Um, I started at 15 days ago. Today is 16, day 16, and it's going well. Um, then, uh, yesterday, uh, on Wednesday, I added Brazil Butt Lift by Leandro. It's a beach body program. Uh, one cycle is four weeks. So if I keep at it, I'll do it for four weeks. And my longest street with Brazil Butt Lift, um, was two weeks. So I look forward to breaking my own record. Um, this week I would also like to start Zygostatics, which is a program that you're supposed to do once a week and it focuses on making your waist smaller and your, um, bum bigger. I always uh, also focus on how many steps I take. So I gave myself over a week to get to over seven and a half thousand steps per day it didn't work out every day but i'm moving on to 10k anyway because i've noticed how long i should be walking so i can get to 10k steps and i feel like i can handle that and then i have things that are optional for now but will definitely be a thing um in the coming weeks which are dance classes or dance class swimming zumba ddp yoga freeletics age of pandora insanity and p90x3 so i don't know what i'll be doing and when and if i'll be doing everything but i decide this on a weekly basis um so those are the things that go in exercising and i have a spread um where i can log if i've done something and uh where i keep track of how many days i've been doing something and then the last section um measurements measurements all right so this one is going to be pretty short too 
um i have let me see let me see i have 13 measurements that i use to keep track of my weight loss and to know if i hit my goals um and i will just list them and and give a short summary of what they all are so body fat percentage which is the amount of fat that i have um no how much of my weight is fat so right now i am under 50 percent but above 31 percent which makes my fat percentage way too high for my age and my gender all right um i must say sex not gender but sex um weight so my weight corresponds with my bmi um and my weight i i measure with my aria so when wi-fi isn't acting up it shows up within seconds on my phone and then I go over to my bullet journal and I write down how much I weigh. Same goes for my body fat, actually. Um, and my BMI, of course, is the score. You know, it's it there, there, uh, there's a formula formula connected to it, um, and it makes use of your weight and your height to give you a number. And that number that is expressed places you in a class. You have obese class three, two, one overweight healthy and underweight so my goal is to be in the healthy class and right now i'm in obese class two all right and i'm trying to get to obese class one um other uh, measurements is my waist circumference um that's the measurement of your waist at the slimmest part between the ribs so um yeah there's a lot of videos on youtube that explain exactly how to measure it i will look into that as well i think um i think i will need i will need videos explaining why i have these sections and what they're based on with maybe some video material from other channels or documentaries or something so it can be clear to you and to me five ten years from now uh when i look back because right now i just know what it's all based on but you know you never know all right uh waist to height ratio which is uh literally your waist in my case it's my waist in centimeters uh divided by your height in centimeters um but you can also do this with inches and then a ratio comes out and uh yeah that expression that that ratio is one of the most accurate ways of knowing if you are obese especially if you are not um a european or or mostly of european descent um yeah so it's more accurate than the bmi people often combine it doctors often uh, combine it with the bmi when they're really trying to zoom in and, and see what's going on um there's a lot of research about this and for africans and african bodies so that's the Afri afro-americans as well um the combination of your bmi and your waist to height ratio 
is what really sets the tone what really tells you how obese you are or how overweight you are or that you are not of weight same goes for the waist to hip ratio the waist to hip ratio um has more to do with body type so some people might have a good waist to height ratio and a terrible waist to hip ratio because they're built like a brick you know so their waist and hip almost has the same measurement and then it will be bad so yeah it's not accurate for everyone but if you have um if you're supposed if you have a a uh, for instance, an hourglass body type, which means your waist is supposed to be small and your your um, waist to height ratio is bad. Uh, your waist to hip ratio is good and your waist to height ratio is bad. That would be a moment that shows that, hey, even though your waist to hip ratio is good and you have this nice body shape, um, you're too heavy for your height and you're too heavy around your waist for your height so you need to do something about that other things i look at is my neck my wrist my forearm bust hips thighs and calf why do i look at all of those things because there are different ways to measure your body fat and my um skill um does it through uh, different I believe shocks that you don't feel that they send through your feet to um, to estimate how much fat you have. But the best way is with a caliper, and a caliper is is it's like um, it grabs your fat at different places and tells you how much fat you have down there. So that is a way to uh, to measure that. But another way um, is to have all these measurements of your body and uh, put them in a calculator and that will give you a fat percentage as well so when i'm really trying to figure out what my fat percentage is i look at all those things and um i figure out whether or not my skill is right for now it's almost the same thing so i'm not even bothering to 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 list it separately but i remember when i was around 80 kilos and i did this there was a huge difference between my measurements and then the body fat the caliper and then the body fat and just my skill so that is measurements So that is my 90 day plan. That's what I'm focusing on. And um, like I said in the beginning, I I decide things along the way. Um, before I started, I was very ambitious, but also very unrealistic. And uh, I didn't keep in mind that things could happen like uh, the car accident um, but also like a busy day, which which ends up in me not starting the keto diet. Um, and now I realize that, you know, you have to stay alive and live while doing all of this. And granted, I do want to do a water fast and a water, ta- ta- fa- water fast is very taxing on the body and um, also on the family because 
family time sitting at the table eating dinner is something that is just impossible when you're water fasting um especially when you have little kids and they ask you why aren't you eating and stuff like that um so it is a time that needs to be blocked in the schedule and um it needs to be a plan you know no one can come over and uh, sleep over no parties stuff like that and I'm pr- a pretty social person I I I want to say so um it's taxing it's taxing on everything which is why I want my next water fast to make sense if it's four days then it's easily planned into a normal week but if it's two three weeks then it's really hard and if I go about this I want to go about this the right way so that's all I wanted to say about that um when it comes to Wednesday my Brazil butt lift exercise was grueling I was sweating like crazy there were several moments where I was like oh I can't do this now I understand why I procrastinated blah 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 Um, but I persevered and I did both the introduction and the boom, boom exercise. Um, and what was so great about it is after I had taken my shower, after doing, uh, both 90 days of action and, um, Brazil butt lift after each other, I laid in bed and I felt so good. My body felt so good. It felt a bit sore, but it felt so good. So. I'm motivated to do this today as well. I just noticed that um, me having these two exercise programs at the same time does mean that I have to do some morning exercise and evening exercise. I cannot do everything in the evening anymore. There's not enough time. Um, even yesterday, I was pressed with time. There were was a bunch, bunch, bunch of stuff that I wanted to look into before going to bed, but that time uh went into exercise and after that i just chilled and looked at uh, oprah talking to the exonerated five on netflix and that's about it i really saw how much time this costs me how much rest i need in between sets and stuff like that and i need to do uh, some exercise in the morning some in the evening So I just have to decide which one I will do at which time. All right. So other than that, um, oh, I've noticed that I have to drink more water. The three liters in those 15 days, there's not one day where I drank three liters of water. So (laughs) that's something I really need to work on. And if you're someone who's trying to work on their weight and you don't know how to start, how about you start with this? You go to Derby.com or you Google Derby. You download 90 Days of Action by Derby. And you do that every day. You don't have to do the exercises, the, the moves perfectly. Just do them as, as well as you can and push yourself to really go to the edge. But don't injure yourself. I know, I know it might sound vague, but at least this doesn't cost you any money. And if you have doubts on how a move needs to be made, just look up the move on YouTube and you will find people um, who are personal trainers showing you exactly how to do a squad, exactly how to do a lunge, exactly how to do a, um, 
um, how it's called. Ugh, how is it called? Man, I forgot what it's called. So you do a squat and then you jump into um, a push-up and then you jump back and you jump up. So I just forgot what, what that's called. But you can look up how all of those things, how you're supposed to jab, how you're supposed to um, stretch, how you're supposed to do everything. And if you really have doubts, you're really not sure what you're doing with your body, uh, do it in front of a mirror. I used to have a big mirror that I could move around but ever since I had a kid I got rid of that mirror and I have a mirror in my closet but the space in front of my closet is very slim so what I do when I want to see if a move looks good actually stand on my bed and try to do the move slowly because you're not supposed to do it on something that bounces like your bed right but I try to do the move in front of the mirror or I move my bed and then I try to do the move um, and try to remember how my body feels um, when I'm doing it. So I'm when when I'm away from the mirror, I still do the moves the same way. So that's just a tip. Uh, other than that, I'm really going to go now because this podcast is super long and I'll be back tonight with an update about day 16 all right bye